Good morning. I'm Sheila Cast. We're on the record. Thanksgiving is a time of gratitude. What better way to experience gratitude than taking in the beauty of a natural setting, feeling the sun and the wind on your skin, your eyes drinking in the colors of fall, your ears absorbing the rustlings of a busy squirrel through autumn leaves. Our guest today wants to bring that experience to as many people as possible. She believes in the power of nature to heal, to bring together, and to inspire. Alden Stoner is the CEO of Nature Sacred. The nonprofit just published a book of journal entries connected to nature called Bench Talk, and she's with us to tell us about it. Welcome to the show, Alden. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. What is Nature Sacred? Nature Sacred is a 25-year-old national nonprofit dedicated to and supporting the creation of healing green spaces. And the objective is really to engender peace and well-being in ourselves and in our communities, something I think we can probably all agree we need a little more of. And this organization was started by your parents? It was. It was originally founded by Kitty and Tom Stoner 25 years ago as a private grant-giving organization. And over the years, we have over 100 sacred places across the country now, and the unmet need was greater than what we could do in that capacity. And so in 2020, we became an operating foundation and jo- invited others to join us uh, in on our board and as donors and as supporters and community uh, connectors. And the nonprofit is based here in Maryland? It's here in Annapolis, Maryland, where I'm calling in from, yes. Uh, and this is where we started it, but it's national in scope and we have sacred places in over 40 municipalities across the country. What goes into designing the sacred places you help communities create? Well, there are a number of elements, uh, but really at the core of what makes a sacred place are four things. Um, These are our guiding principles. The first is that they're open, and they're open and welcoming to all people. They're nearby. They're where people live, work, play, and heal. They are sacred, and what I mean by that is that they're designed for contemplation and restoration, and they are community-led. The community is at the heart of everything we do, and they really determine what is sacred to them and their community, and they're at the heart also of the design process. And that's, I think, one of the key differences uh, between our work and, and others. How many sacred places are there in the U.S.? There's over 100 across the country, and actually by 2025, we're on pace uh, to help get another 100 in the pipeline. So that that community-led part, I mean, how do you connect to a community? How do you decide where the next sacred space will be? Great question. We really follow the energy. You know, there are communities across the country who are dealing with all kinds of different things, whether it's a memorial or... Uh, a major um, environmental issue like the tornadoes in Joplin or different levels of pain in their community. And they recognize that nature can be a healer. And one of the things that sacred places specifically do is that they put that community at the center so that they have the voice to bring together that healing. And so the process of creating these sacred places is as important as the, the sacred places themselves. 
And I still, I want to make sure that listeners have a, an image of one of these places or what's common to these places. What does it look like? How big is it? Ah, they can really vary in size. So our smallest sacred place is maybe a third of a lot. Um, and some of our largest are up to 10 acres. Actually, there's one that's coming online uh, in 2023 in Baltimore, this uh, 10 acre um, ten acre piece of land that we're working with the U.S. Forest Service on as an urban experimental forest. It's called Still Meadow Peace Park, and that's uh, one of our biggest, but they can really range in size. The thing that's the same is four things. They each have a portal to know that you've entered a different kind of space. They have a pathway to, to let your body, but also your mind meander. They have a destination, a place to focus your interest, and they have a sense of surround. And that surround is typically in the form of bushes and shrubs and trees, uh, though can sometimes be murals and things like that, which we know lowers cortisol and lowers your stress levels. Um, and the only other thing that every single one of our sacred places has is a signature nature sacred bench. And tucked underneath each one of those benches is this little yellow waterproof journal that became the genesis of this book. Well, tell me more about these benches. Now they're made of reclaimed wood? They are, yes. They started out as uh, pickle barrel wood, but uh, the world doesn't use pickle barrels anymore. They now use steel vats and things. Um, so yes, it's upcycled wood. And right now we're using upcycled wood from uh, joists uh, from, from houses actually in Baltimore through brick and board. So the wood is upcycled from Baltimore row houses. Yes. And these benches are made by men in prison? They are. They're made in uh, a Western Correctional Institute where there was very first a sacred place, uh, a place where the inmates and the staff came together to envision a sacred place for them. Uh, there was a very forward-thinking warden, and this is an old one of our older spaces, maybe 15, 20 years old, um, who said, you know, the folks here in Western Correctional will eventually be your neighbors and we need to take care of them just like anyone else. And, and we agreed. So um, that sacred place was there first. And then uh, there was this idea of them creating our benches. And so these are really crafted, handcrafted by the men there. This is On the Record on WIPR. I'm Sheila Cass speaking with Alden Stoner, CEO of Nature Sacred. We're talking about the sacred natural spaces the nonprofit creates. Um, and we'll talk about a book full of journal entries written by people inspired by nature. Each of those benches has a little ledge under it with a waterproof journal tucked into it. What happens with these journals? So people go into these spaces and, you know, perhaps they just need a place to rest. Perhaps they're watching their children play or perhaps they're really um, hurting and wanting to take a minute for themselves. And they often are surprised. And many of the journal entries that we read say, oh, I've come here several times and just found this journal this time. Um, but the, the journal provides an opportunity for people to share their reflections. And it's really a myriad of things, gratitude for the day, loves, losses, hopes. And uh, it is very much rooted in gratitude and connection. And where did the idea come from to create 
a book from the journal entries? Well, honestly, uh, back when I, I interned for a few weeks in the summer of 2001, and we had at the time several of these journal books that were full, chock full of journal entries, and we were sort of like, what do we do? What do we do? And you know, I had to go off and do other things and work on storytelling in my life and to come back to this work um, almost 25 years later. And I realized that the power of these stories is uh, really far beyond the spaces that they're in. And we at Nature Sacred have been looking for different ways to communicate that out to a larger audience. And um I was just really excited to bring them together. It's our 25th anniversary year, and I, I, this felt like the right time. And frankly, in the wake of just the seeming dissonance that is in our society, it seemed like the right time to do it for everyone. And so I had the benefit of meeting Selma Hassan Ali, who is our editor, and it was just a match. It was the right thing, and um, Bench Talk was born. And I want people to hear some passages. I want listeners to hear some passages from the book. But first, tell us about the book itself. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. This is the limited edition copy. I, I really wanted to, I'm holding it in my hands right now. I, I really wanted people to have sort of a nature-based experience with this book. Um, it is, there's a sort of wood-carved bench on the cover and it's all recycled paper they're in with nature-based colors of greens and oranges and um, recycled and then the chapter dividers are made of seed paper and so i wanted to sort of much like sacred places bring nature to people i wanted this book to kind of be a little glimpse an analog glimpse um, for people in their hands read us the prologue Ah, the prologue, yes. We thought long and hard about what to do for the prologue and who would be the right person and what would be the right thing. And, you know, back to your question in terms of how did this come about or why now, I read this journal entry and I banged the table and I said, that's it. This is why we're doing this, why we're doing it right now. And the whole story wrapped up um, in a lot of ways. So the prologue is actually a journal entry from the Naval Cemetery Landscape in Brooklyn, New York. And it was it's important to tell the time stamp on this one. Um, it was written in December of 2020. Golden light reflected off the buildings in the distance. Blue Jays having a squawk fest in the pines to the right. Never knew of this space. Little sanctuary amid the rubble and the BQE. Boy, do we need more places like it to allow ourselves a moment to connect with the infinite, with the silent rhythms within, even as the traffic hums unabated and fly, planes fly overhead. It's so humbling to read people's words here, reminders of our common humanity. And meanwhile, yes, on this day, 2,637 people died in the US, bringing the total to 279,000 or so. This too shall pass. Will we be able to learn from this pandemic, the worldwide affliction? The virus don't discriminate. Can we embrace the insistent reality made plainer by this year of fear and suffering that the only way we will survive as a species and the only way the earth will sustain our continued presence 
is if we transform and evolve I into we. There is no other. Peace. A powerful thought. And your journals, the journals from these benches are full of insights like this. They are. They are. Um, Sorry. (laughs) I got a little choked up there for me. Many of these entries are very short, or at least the entries in the book. Read a couple more. So I'll read one from the Green Road at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Mm -hmm. Looking up at these towering trees, I am overcome with a feeling of being blessed. I am also keenly aware that these arching trunks and branches are only half the picture. I thus ask these deep roots to give me strength. Thank you for this space. And here's another one from the League for People with Disabilities in Baltimore. When I go outside, I breathe in the nature around me. I hear the birds and feel the breeze. I fold my legs around the edge of the seat, the tips of my shoes digging gently into the ground, and I rest. I feel myself grow calmer and remember that it is here on this bench that I am home. Salma Hassan Ali edited this book. There must have been thousands of choices. What was that process like? You know, um, it, it really was through one of our board members that I met Salma and she came to an event and she's a storyteller by trade. And it was honestly less of a broad search or a formal search than it was a recognition of someone who would care for this in a soul forward way, the way I do and the way we do here at Nature Sacred. Um, Because these are people's intimate thoughts and sacred writings, frankly. And so I wanted someone who would be a partner in that and have the same ethos And, you know, while we didn't go through a formal search from that perspective, as I said, we've been looking for, quote unquote, an answer and a way to share these journal entries with a broader broader audience for quite some time. And I when I talked to Selma, I just knew she was the right person. And indeed, she was. She did this with such care. It was really an extraordinary experience for me. Read one more. I'll read this one from um, the Healing Garden and Labyrinth at Johns Hopkins Bayview in Baltimore. I came here to pray for myself, for peace, for financial security, and even for some weight loss. After reading everyone's story, I will instead pray for them. Perhaps in return, someone will pray for me. Wow. What do you hope readers take away from these journal entries in Bench Talk? Three things, I guess. Hope, gratitude, and connectedness. You know, as we gather this holiday season in particular, I hope that they are filled with a sense of gratitude for their own journey for those of others around them and for this world that supports us all, this planet that supports us all and the healing power of nature within. And um, 
in terms of connectedness, you know, there's the obvious when people are around the table with family, but for those people who are perhaps feeling lonelier this time of the year in particular, I can just tell you time and time again, people have said to us after they read those journals, when they come upon them, they write this, but they've also told us this, that they feel less lonely. They feel less alone because we are, as that prologue said, we are all connected. We are we. There is no other. And for you personally, what does completion of this book mean? Mm, it's a joy beyond measure. Uh, and it's it's a way for me to sort of aggregate in our organization to aggregate the the power of this impact and to share it in a way that can hopefully inspire inspire other people um and you know it's it's been a for me personally a project and a journey of love and it's it's honestly my why when i read these journal entries this is why i do what i do each and every day I'm grateful to you for sharing them with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Alden Stoner is CEO of Nature Sacred. We've been talking about the cherished natural spaces the Maryland-based nonprofit creates throughout the country. We've got more information about it and about Bench Talk, the book comprising dozens of the inspirational journal entries collected by Nature Sacred, at the On The Record page at WYPR.org. Short break on the record when we're back, a pre-holiday stoop story treat. I'm Sheila Cass, stay with us. (laughs) 